0: Hey gang, and welcome to another episode of Sprinkles, with a Z at the end. Today is a favorites episode of Sprinkles. Favorites, favorites, favorites. That means I'm picking two of my all-time favorite shows to recommend, and they are readily available on streaming platform services. Um, they are the following. Howard's End. And... Nacho Libre, (laughs) two movies that could not be more uh, diverse, um, not diverse, divergent, contradictory, two opposite type of recommendations, so to speak. I think all of those adjectives I just used were not appropriate. So they were, they couldn't be more disparate um, from each other. They could not be more different because they, one is a comedy and one is a classic British um movie based off of an EM Forrester novel. So it's very this, then it's very that, and it's very this while Notre Libre is like BA <laughs> So here we go. And then I have a tasty treat sensation a tasty treat sensation that you cannot will not want to miss. Um it is the holiday season, the Easter holiday season um, which is time to eat chocolate, and what have you, so we have some chocolate recommendations for you to put on your diet queue, your menu queue, um, so anyway, and then, <laughs> that's the whole sh- that's, that's what more can you ask for, um, welcome to Sprinkles, we are here to help you find your next favorite TV show, movie and or podcast, and dessert treats, welcome to the show, Okay, so we're going to talk about, first, Howard's End, which was a Merchant Ivory production from 1992. And Merchant Ivory Productions it is, um, consisted of a, a couple, actually. Um, James Ivory, who was the director of the film... And his partner, in real life, um, was Ismail Merchant, who was the producer of the film. And together they made some amazing productions, amazing productions. Um, If you haven't ever seen any of them, um, this is a good foray into um, the films. Other ones, which I suspect I'll probably be talking about in future podcasts, are A Room with a View, Maurice... Where, Angel fear, where Angels Fear to Tread, starring Helen Muren, who is fantastic in that. Um, and, I mean, it just uh, goes on and on. Uh, Remains of the Day, which I believe I've talked about here before. Sadly, uh, Ishmael Merchant died in 2005. Um, James Ivory actually just did the screenplay for Call Me By Your Name, which was an Oscar-nominated film uh, in 2017. So, um an amazing amazing talent, both of them um, but this is actually if I remember correctly, this was the very first film of theirs that I saw um, and it is it's it's a it's a wow it's a punch in the gut kind of film it's um so beautifully filmed the cinematography is amazing if you're an anglophile and if you love Victorian England particularly you are in for a beautiful ride like the gowns and the suits and the top hats and the women's hats and the the open car carriages and the i mean it's just it's a it's just stunning the architecture just you know and then you have of course the ridiculous british niceties and the repressed feelings and how people just assumed that i mean it's you know i mean there's all the flaws and trappings that come along with victorian england there's also the beautiful parts too so um you re- i mean if if you are someone who appreciates a good period piece here you go it could not be well, more well done like the actors Anthony Hopkins. First of all, Anthony Hopkins. Amazing, amazing actor, amazing performance in this. Um, Emma Thompson, I mean whose name is synom- Synonymous Is that am I saying that weird? Synonymous? With <laughs> it's synonymous with um period pieces, at least in the nineteen nineties. She and um the other co-star of this film, Helena Bottom Carter, who's one of my favorites, and he was also in a room with a view, or a room with a view, excuse me. Um, There's something about Helena Bottom Carter. She looks so Victorian. Like, she's the epitome of, like, a Victorian beauty, like, that you see um, from, like, photos and drawings from the era. That she just looks with her hair and her eyes and her little lips and her her features are just stunning, and they go so perfectly with this film. Um, and then there's a cast and cadre of other fantastic British actors and actresses. Oh my gosh, I'm forgetting Vanessa Redgrave. Vanessa Redgrave, the late Vanessa Redgrave, who was so fantastic in this performance. Such a light, delicate performance um, for such a light and... Just joyous character, um, fantastic and so terrific against the very harsh characters that are around her. Um, Anthony Hopkins in particular, um, fascinating performances together. Like these, how these actors and actresses uh, play off of each other, and then an, an actress that if you've seen period pieces, you'll recognize Prunella Scales. Um, fast. Fast, fast hand <laughs> She's fantastic. That's like fabulous, fantastic, fabulous, um, fantastic. Titanic is somehow in there. I don't believe she wasn't Titanic, but she, her, the weight of her performance was so Titanic. It's fantastic. Uh, Perdilla scales. Um, and James Wilby played, um, he was also in another Merchant of production called Maurice, which was a really fantastic. Um, LGBT themed, which is very um, unusual for um, m- books, and it was a novel, um, also by Ian Forster, um, from the early 1900s. Like, uh, Howard's End came out, and not, uh, the book was published in uh, 1910, um, and Maurice was right around that same time, so that was very unusual. Um, anyway, so that w- so the cast is just like, oodles and oodles and oodles of, of fabulous British people, Um Again, and the plot is very interesting. It it I think there's it seems like every British uh, period piece has something to do with heirs, like um, <laughs> both heirs, like oh hello that kind of heir, but also like heirs and heir like someone who who's going to inherit property and what happens you know to to a family if someone. Uh, passes away, and someone's not married, or what have you. It's always kind of that thing. Going back to Shakespearean time, um, that's just how the system works, I suppose. But anyway, so the plot is fascinating. It's kind of like these two different families with two very different philosophies kind of com- coming together in an odd sort of way, and the calamities that happen when people don't honor the wishes of um, their loved ones. So, um, But truly, like, I wish I could just tell you that, um, convey to you just how epically, romantically beautiful this film is. It's like, just imagine picturesque, you know, things and picturesque people talking in picturesque sort of fancy ways. And um, if that sounds like anything that you're, you're into or all about, watch this film And it is on Netflix. You can rent it. If you don't have Netflix and you have Amazon, you can rent it. Pay to rent it on Amazon Prime. But it is free with membership to Netflix. Enjoy it. I know you will. Okay, so the next film is uh, Nacho Libre. and That's L-I-B-R-E. And it's on Netflix. Um, this is one of my favorite comedies of all time. I mean, it is the perfect recipe. If you were creating a cake for a perfect, I think of the recipe for a perfect, like comedic cake, a comedic cake, then you would, th- these are the ingredients you, you would need. Jack Black, uh, who playing a Mexican monk who also wants to be a, like, a wrestler, like a luchador, which is a Mexican wrestler. And that's, I mean, you need nothing else for you to have a perfect recipe for a perfect comedic cake. This cake would have, like, cherries and, like, um, like, mandarin oranges and, like, pudding and, like, sugar and milk and eggs and flour. And then, like, the icing would be, like, chocolate and vanilla and, like, cream cheese and, like, pineapple and like all the good stuff, it would be all of those things because this film is so as great as that. Like the first moment when he, so he lives out in this little village in Mexico, and he has this kind of what seems like kind of a this ridiculous accent that he that he speaks in the entire time, but it's very endearing. And he has, so he has this little contraption that, that it's kind of like a it's like a go kart but it's made out of these spare parts, so it looks like... I don't even know what it looks like. It's It looks like it's made out of P- P- PVC pipes, and... But when he just gets on it and just starts, like, off into the countryside, I knew right then this is going to be one of my favorite movies, and it is. Like, his character is so earnestly a goofball, but with the best of intentions. Like... His character is hilarious in his sincerity. Like, when he... So, like, you know, so he's a monk, but he desperately wants to be uh, this luchador, this this wrestler. Um, and he secretly, like, has this little cute, like, little outfit he wears, which he calls stretchy pants. That's what he calls stretchy pants, is what he re- he re- re- refers to, his, his costume. He has this cape and this little mask... And he has a friend, and they, like, spar to get ready for the thing. And his friend's, like, into science. And, you know, he's, you know, Nacho is, is a, a monk, and he believes in your uh, religion. And, I mean, it's just, it's fantastic. So this is by, created by Jared Hess, who was the creator and writer and director of Na- um, not leave, uh, Napoleon Dynamite, which is also a fantastic, fantastic um, movie. This movie is absurd, but in an, like just such a sweet way. There's no... It's not like... It's not cruel. It's not gross. It's not like horrible. Um, I think a lot of comedies today are absurd, but there's like an edge to it. There is no edge to this. The edge is just... Pure joy. So when I'm having a rough day or a rough time, if, it, if I'm watching this film, it's go. It's just like Parks and Recreation for me. This is just a joy lifter. So if you need a joy enthrustment, like joy um, extravaganza, if you need happiness and laughs, put this on your Netflix queue. Watch it. Thank me now. Definitely thank me later. Um, thank yourself for listening to this podcast so that you can watch this show It is amazing. Nacho Libre. Thank you. Okay, and last but certainly not least, we are talking about a tasty treat sensation that you are going to absolutely love. Okay, so recently it was Easter, and at that time, of course, the grocery stores and the drugstores and probably any kind of store, is inundated with chocolate rabbits and what-have-yous. But there is something that I received as a gift that, um, because my birthday kind of coincided closely with Easter this year, so someone gave me, um, a dear friend gave me, a plethora of delicious Russell, Russell Stover chocolates. But one in particular is just a genius idea. So... It's Russell Stover's Dip It Rabbit with Jif to Go. So basically, imagine this: it's a rabbit. It's probably like mm, eight, 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 like eight inches, like tall, and it is there. It's kind of like made to where you can easily break off pieces. Like it's kind of perforated, like at the ear and then like the neck and the body, where you can easily break it off. And then it has like a little cup of Jiff peanut butter, creamy peanut butter, and then you just, so you just break and dip and eat, and it is incredible. So since Easter is over, if you can maybe find this online, perhaps online, maybe on Amazon, or maybe if you, I don't know, I have not checked Amazon. Hopefully it is there. If it is not, I think Russell Stover's, Um, they have stores throughout the country, so find it if you can. Find a location that serves this deliciousness. If not, maybe you can go to like, Your local drugstore or grocery store, maybe in like the clearance aisle, they might have this. I hope for your sake they do. If not, you can always just buy peanut butter and chocolate and mix the two together. That's never a mistake. Um, Never, unless you're allergic, so please don't. But otherwise, it's not a mistake. Um, how they recommending this, so that is your taste treat sensation. So, gang, that's it. This was, like, a wham-bam thank-you-ma'am show full of, like, elegant slash funny slash delicious recommendations. Um, I hope you had a great time. I did. I will see you next time for another episode of Sprinkles with a Z at the end. Thanks, gang. Oh, a river G. So it's very this, then it's very that, then it's very this, while Nutri-Libre is like, ba ba bam